Welcome to Duel of Taints. I'm your host, Rhett. I'm Kay. Well, my 11... <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> well, my 11-toed friend. Every time. Every time. <laughs> you McBastard. Hey. They should make a sandwich after you at McDonald's. Called the McBastard. <laughs> <laughs> Too far? Are, are, are you calling me, like, Fat Bastard from the Awesome Power Series? No. Oh, wait, baby. <laughs> Get <in> my belly. <laughs> Uh, you know, honestly, he was like my least favorite. I could easily go as Fat Bastard for Halloween. All I have to do is just shave like a straight, straight down, like shave my mustache and my the chin, the facial hair, my my chin, and I'd be Fat uh, Bastard, no problem. He was my fat. least favorite. Yeah, you're not. Yeah, he has how much? Guess how much I weigh. Guess how much I weigh. Right, you go for it. We already did this on a podcast. Like three weeks ago. Well, then obviously, if you guys remembered, you know that I'm kind of fat. Kane, the nut. It doesn't the, reflect your worth. The, the, the if it did, I'd be worth a lot. <laughs> that number just reflects the effect that Earth's gravity has on you. Think about that. Gra- the Earth likes me a lot. Yeah, it does. <laughs> but if you were on Mars, all right. So we're gonna do something. Oh, don't fucking interrupt me when I'm having an infectious <laughs> moment here, you I... piece of shit. <laughs> all right. Well, we're moving gonna... on. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. Like, this is, uh, you think you can hijack this show? Yeah. Okay, go. Anyway. No one's stopping you. <laughs> so. Hurry up. <laughs> anyway. Come on, get with it. <laughs> I can't. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> okay, so uh, today we are going to talk about some user-submitted duels as read by our producer, Bailey. <laughs> <laughs> More like stage production. Stage production. Stage production. Stage production. Hairdresser. Stage dresser. It's funny because you use my name in two ways. It's going to be controversial. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right, here's a one. Oh, okay. oh, no, these are controversial ones submitted by... Submitted by listeners and they're... Uh, Fair warning, listener, these aren't your typical nerd fair. These are some legitsky shit you might get at, like, yeah, the presidential but... debates <laughs> when they're trying to point out character flaws in the other. Are humans to blame for certain animal extinctions? Are humans to blame for certain animal extinctions, Kane? Well, yeah. Yeah, obviously. Okay. Don't question. Um, <laughs> louder, be louder. Sorry. Um, should certain jobs be subcontracted into developing countries? Shipping should... jobs overseas. Yeah. Not um, a good idea, obviously. Look at the economy. Thank you, Reagan. Maybe we should ship ditch digging to other countries. <laughs> they can dig our ditches over there. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I mean, yeah. obviously it's not yeah. turned out well. I mean, ever since Reagan... But lowered... hasn't it, though? Not really, no. But hasn't it? America is stronger and better than ever. Not true. U-S-A. 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 <laughs> Well, it's like oh. right whenever when Reagan lowered the tariffs, that really opened the doors for everything, and then even the Democratic presidents haven't really turned back on it yet. So it's really fucked up a lot of shit. They need to stop shipping shit that can be done here overseas. Just because it can be done on the cheap doesn't mean it should be done. The quality of products nowadays is so much lower than it was thirty years ago. I think the real jobs, like the jobs that we need to ship overseas, are like police officers. Politicians. <laughs> Is that not funny? <laughs> a lot of people in Ferguson and New York who'd agree with you right now. Uh, yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, I don't obviously I don't can't think of any good job. I do think like the really menial jobs, like I feel like call centers, like we don't really need that. But, but they are jobs that we could have here, especially in yeah, a time I, when we I think have we, like ten percent unemployment. Yeah, I think manufacturing jobs, there's no reason Oh, manufacturing jobs across the board should be here. Because it's so much high quality work because the people are getting paid better, they're better trained, they have a little bit more stake in it. I mean Whereas like we get stuff built made in China or Indonesia. They're getting paid shit. They're not trained well at all. The equipment they're using sucks. Look, so I don't really care. Low quality crap from overseas. I don't really care if my DVDs are pressed over in some factory in China or wherever, but like, you know, if I'm buying something that I want high quality, I want it to last. I'm not necessarily saying America does it better, but I no. mean, there's a reason that you, people, you know, like you play guitar, there's a reason why guitar players buy American-made guitars. Mm-hmm. There's a reason, you know, you don't want that... It's high qu- it's, look at look look at cars, for instance. Fucking cars are made in the 50s and 60s, are still around today. I'm sorry, but the shit... Have you seen those tests, though, of the safety tests, like when they run oh, no, the modern-day car? The safety the... tests suck, I know, but I'm saying they're still around. They're well-made. But... Yeah. And then you get some of these foreign-made cars that are shipped over here. There are some high-quality foreign cars. They're high-quality, but they won't last. They're high-quality. I mean, like they'll, they'll last and for five years and then break down. Nobody likes Rolls-Royce. Say that again? Nobody likes Rolls-Royce? No one can afford it. I mean, <clears throat> I do think like the, the unfortunate thing about Chrysler. European... That's what I'm talking about. Like Ford, Chevy, Chrysler. I'm down with Ford because they really... They... They uh, they joined the modern car marketplace yeah. when they got the bailout. I mean, they adapted. It was like you had they a simple choice, to, but they still get tons of shit made overseas. And, and let's face it, all like four, the big three, all of their cars are. I mean, they don't last. They're not going to last. They're not going to be considered classics thirty years from now, forty years from now. Most of those cars won't be around. Just I mean, you know who uh, I'm really impressed with uh, recently is uh, Tesla. Yeah. Oh my god, man! I'm I'm really excited. And doesn't about all those most of those made in the United States? Oh yeah, predominantly made in yeah. the United States vehicle. Yeah, fuck, and uh, they're starting to take off and do good, I and mean, and they're having to pay American wages. What the fuck? I, mean, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. I think we're agreed on this one. So. No, I I agree. I, I I do agree. I think that there are some jobs like. Obviously, I'm not going to cry over every call center job, but right, like, not even right now, but five years ago, like. You know, when we had, when we were looking at like 10 to 12% unemployment yeah. across the board, it was like, okay, we could really use some of these jobs here, like yeah. manufacturing calls, like even the call center job, like, I, you're not going to lose money. Uh, I mean, you're just going to make less, essentially, like slightly less. That's the thing, it's all greed. It's just greed. Oh, yeah, for sure. All Moving right. on. So, <laughs> we got too serious on is there. cloning, whether human tissues or animals, ethical? Is cloning ethical? Uh, yes. What? Why is there ethics involved in cloning? Who gives a shit? The only question that comes in into play is the religious question. Are we playing God? That's not a question when it comes to science. Sorry. No, but I hate to quote uh, Jurassic Park, but just because you can does not necessarily mean you should. Okay. I can agree. But I, I there is no boundary. I'm just being devil's advocate. I'm not saying there is no there There is no frontier in terms of cloning that we can even that we can even do... Or, or enter or explore that will answer the question 
of why we shouldn't do it. Well, I think I think cloning overall could be a very good thing because I mean you're you're talking about like someone who you clone organs. someone who lost their yeah. their lung their lung mm-hmm. or their their leg. Rectum, you can clone them a new one and they're good. Why is that a bad thing? It's not. There it's is no ethical question. That's not, if, if, here's how I look at cloning and any kind of, any kind of science thing. If there is a god, I hope there is. Let's, let's say there is. There is a god. He gave us the intelligence, the wherewithal, the ingenuity to be able to clone, to be able to come up with these achievements. Why the fuck shouldn't we do it? Look, here's my here's my th- my thoughts on God, and listen close, listener, because I don't share this with everyone until now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All eight of us. <laughs> God, if God is real. Which I tend to think that he is. Mm. Okay, whatever. Make fun of me if you must. He is two things. He is a builder and he is a parent. Mm. Now, like any builder or artist or architect or anything like that, something that comes along with that is wanting to sort of be recognized for their work. Not necessarily like, I want to have my name written across the skies. But every artist... They want someone to know, like, yeah, that's a painting I did. Every architect wants, like, you know, that's a building I did. And so he left his signature for us to find, and the only way we're going to find it is through this style of Mm -hmm. work. Science and exploration Mm -hmm. and pushing the boundary of our understanding of the universe. Those are the ways that it's going to happen. And so many people are like, God doesn't want us to know these things. And it's like, first of all, who the fuck are you that you think you know what God and wants? Says, God doesn't want us to you, God? <laughs> You're no. a fucking well, idiot. Fuck My least favorite type of religious people are the ones who think that... They know what God God's thinking. Yeah. Moving on before we get too religious. <laughs> okay. Um. Sorry about this. Euthanasia. Euthanasia. I think, I think we should just let him grow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> uh, euthanasia, you know. Uh, no, no, oh. don't seriously answer the question after we nailed the joke. <laughs> <laughs> no, no that's, it's interesting. Because, yeah, we had that one gal we, in we Oregon. Because we live in Oregon. We had that one gal in Oregon, well, like, what, was it, gal, two months ago? No, 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 two, two months yeah. ago, the national attention one. Yeah. I mean, but that's not technically euthanasia. That's That's assisted suicide. That is different. Euthanasia is mercy killing. Oregon suicide laws, you're actually killing yourself. A doctor's just supplying you with the meds to do it. Yeah, I know. A doctor's not actually injecting you or... No, yeah, they're signing up for prescription. Okay, so mercy killing. Obviously, I think we need to have less mercy, more killing. Next question. (laughs) I don't know. I, I tend to think... Uh, that is all depends on the person. I think and you, the situation. you shouldn't ever take in a mercy killing situation. You shouldn't take a person's life unless they say, "Hey, I, I'm suffering. Fucking kill or me." Or they tell you, "If I'm in the situation, like just put me yeah. out of misery." To me, I, I feel like you just can't take someone's life without their permission. It's I know as weird and as fucking stupid as that sounds. I don't know. That's yeah. what's your cat doing? She oh, got out. She was She's there. freaking. Oh, that's a wreath. Oh, that's how the wreath got. You there. need to get your pussy under control. Try and. Bailey, next question. See what I'm doing there? <laughs> Our, <laughs> little does he know he's not getting sex for a month. Oh, are si- are single sex schools more effective than co-ed schools? 
Yes. No. Next question. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Have of. you been a teenage boy surrounded by women at school? Have you? Yes. I have, yes. You know what it's like to try and learn math with a boner? <laughs> <laughs> I do. Okay, but boys are still going to get boners at all boys' schools. You really think that's... Oh, God, yeah. You're going to get more. You're going to get more because there's, I mean... There's no outlet. There's no, There's literally no outlet. I don't think it matters for girls, but I think it matters for boys. It's more a boys thing. Boys, yeah, boys hit puberty so Look, I'm not saying are they more play. effective. I don't know if there's any more numbers, but I'm saying if you wanted me to learn Pythagoras uh, theorem... You know, I think it would be more like make schools more effective. theorem. <laughs> you know, I think it would make schools more effective if they actually spent more money on education, less money on Sports. other shit, and had more teachers and smaller classrooms. I think that would fix all the problems right there. Uh, wow. More money for science classes, more money for arts. This, yeah, this I, like, less for new football uniforms. Yeah, I don't think it. I don't think a, a high school football team needs eight paid coaches. And one band director. And one band director, one choir teacher, and one, you know... Music theory teacher. Exactly. I mean, they, don't, they need more and more teachers, not more and more coaches, so... All right. Um, is it effective to censor parts of the media? No. I, I didn't get well, into the last effective? question. Right, well, what was the last okay. Well, other than the boys thing, but... Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. I'm fascinated by that idea, Kane. And I agree. Sorry, it was, it's just like... Sorry. I, uh, I do think <laughs> Sorry. We, I, feel bad I think there back. needs to be That's less like, yeah. of a focus on like this common core. Whole... No, I don't need it. No, I get it. You guys don't give a shit. Let's move on to the next question. <laughs> I am listening. You I think there needs to be I will be quick if you guys listen. I'm listening. I think there needs to be less of a focus on standardized tests, common core, and the three R's reading, writing, and arithmetic. And I think there needs to be more of a focus on practical applications of science and mathematics. As well as the arts. I don't think that there needs to that. be like, I don't think it needs to be so like, okay guys, you're gonna learn how to, uh, be a comprehensive reader! No, but kids like, learn how to, know, how to do taxes no, right. by their senior year. You're right, there needs to be practical, that's yeah. applicable things. Yeah. That's exactly. applicable mathematics. But I've also. Seen that meme online that it's like, day, you know, 892, still having to use Pythagorean theorem. <laughs> like at high school. Yeah. Like, my whole thing is that, I was a 12th grader, and at this point, like, okay, I will admit, well, admit, brag, uh, <laughs> like, I I was an above-average student, but they were still pushing, they were still pushing, like, freaking middle school-level reading comprehension mm. on me. Like, I feel like things like magnet schools are really, uh, are good. Mm. Like I feel like the I way that learn the, a trade before they're out. I feel like I feel like the Woodburn the way that Woodburn schools work, where it's like you go uh freshman year, sophomore year as like standardized yeah. uh generalized schooling and then and then tenth and twelfth grades. Well in Germany you can opt into that. Yeah. Well you, or you can go straight to college, yeah. And it's like you then you go to tenth and twelfth grades as like specialized school. Like I feel like that works, but I don't know. I feel like uh, everything I learned in high school could have been, they could have just condensed everything up until the 8th grade, and even ninth grade, and then the last three years could have taught me, like you said. Like mechanics. More like, applicable stuff. Like, I'm so pissed, now that I think about it, that there weren't more, like, science courses. Like, we had physics and chemistry, which I didn't have room in my schedule to take either one. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there should have been more room for me 
to take science courses. Like, I took fucking... Uh, I took environmental science and biology. Yeah. Those were my science courses in high school. And health? That, literally all that taught you was fucking put a condom on or get black chlamydia. Okay, but let's be honest... <laughs> more important than a lot of other shit. No, you're right, but it's like, I wanted to learn, like, how to fucking, like, build shit. Like, I wish that there was, like, an engineering course at my school. Like, I wish that there was, yeah. you know what I mean? Well, yeah, they just need, they need a, more, just, education needs way more funding, other shit, and I'm not just talking, like, school, to really, me, like, high school, I'm not, I'm not talking about even sports, I'm talking about, like, I think you wouldn't need to spend as much money in the military if you had a better educated populace. Like we did in the fifties, like when like Eisenhower was spending a shit ton on education. I think if we took a tenth of the a tenth of the money we're spending on the military right now, put it in education, we'd be a much stronger country, and no one would be less how, people. Be how about with how us. about we just take two tenths of the amount, one fifth of the amount? Practical mathematics, Kane. Oh, <laughs> we take oh. <laughs> one fifth of the five hundred plus billion dollars we spend in the military, and we put. One tenth towards uh, better education, and the other tenth into NASA. Done deal. I think yeah, this place would be all better. Anyway, anyway we question. killed that question. Let's Censoring media. Censoring media. Uh, what do you mean effective? Like good or bad? I would just. I. I feel like lately there needs to be less of this like freedom of speech bullshit and more uh, integrity and responsibility and uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, like. Not responsibility, but like you take ownership of it. Like uh, accountability. Accountability. There needs to be more accountability for what's said in media. Yeah. Like well, the problem with so much media, like things like Facebook, I, is people can say their words out a, there, and there's no accountability. The like, only thing that media call someone an N word online the, because there's no accountability. Yeah, it's a no slippery slope. The only thing that media has for I'm sorry to interrupt you, but no, it's I like the only <laughs> the only thing that gets through anymore with how much content there is to consume is shock value. Yeah. And so you watch the 7 o'clock news, and there's shock value. And it's like, do you really need this? Well... I'm not saying it needs to be censored, but there needs to be more integrity and accountability. I agree. There needs to be more, and I think to get more integrity and like, accountability as far as... I guess to get more integrity, there needs to be less censorship. I think you need to... Be yeah. Able, and what I mean is, like, less regulations on radio. For this, for example, it is so hard to start a radio station... Yeah. Just all the regulations and fines and fees and yeah. all that bullshit. That one right there. I mean, just it, there needs to be less censorship. There need, there need to be less government control on what you can say. Because there is a lot of government control on what you can say. I'm sorry if, if you're... I'm skipping around. I know it. But, no, it's But fine. if you don't want your kid to hear something, don't let them fucking watch it. My parents had no problem turning off the goddamn TV. Or not let me watch a goddamn movie. See, it's funny because I was one of those kids that literally got... I watched everything. Yeah. Like, I, from, you know, like, I remember watching fucking, like, we, Halloween yeah, we, and yeah. Scream at, like, five. And I'm, I'm not six. saying, like, the kid automatically watches it. They're no. going to turn out bad. I'm I know what you're saying. if a parent doesn't want to, like... There's so much regulation, so much censorship right now because, oh, parents don't want their kids, you know... Well, so it's we, like won't, you let, we won't put it on the TV. Like, well, no, fuck it. Put it on the just TV. Don't let them watch. Don't let the it. fucking kid like turn off the goddamn TV. Kick him outside. Say, go fucking play in a wood box and have fun and Do get you, some splinters. <laughs> use some imagination for once. Don't fucking get on the video games. You don't need it. To... Whoa, bro. I, I'm, I'm just saying, a kid doesn't need to be inside all day long. If a parent doesn't want him watching something, get him outside. Get him some kind of physical activity to do. 
So yeah, I say there are there are some kids that don't I think this that. world would be better if they I, were I was one of those kids. I was one of those kids who I, there I, would be days. There would be days where if a kid wa- do... watches video games or watches or on TV or whatever, he's going to turn out bad. No, I'm saying there's parents out there who don't want their kids to watch it, and therefore they yeah they they. They'll, they'll ride into CBS or CNN and like, don't yeah, fucking like, show fuck this you. shit. Like, fuck you! Do your job and just turn off the goddamn TV if you don't parenting. want to watch it. I, uh, I will say that some of the weirdest kids I've ever met have had, like, censored, um, like, childhoods, like, where they're homeschooled for a few years or they're not allowed to watch things like cartoons or... My, like, my parents were really strict, but they were strict, like, the, I mean, like, the world is more than... You can't that. watch, like, someone getting their head blown off. You can't no, watch... You can't no. watch penetration, you know? <laughs> I mean, it's like... They were, they were, like, they tried to... Obviously, those things make sense. Yeah. But what I mean is, like, for the most part, you're not going to find that sort of stuff on daytime TV. Exactly, like, but, like, I feel like there needs to be less regulation on what... If I want to say, you know, so like, so-and-so politician is a dirty son of a bitch... Yeah. And if I want to say anywhere, I, want, I should be able to say it. Yeah. I shouldn't have to worry about the FBI or the CIA or yeah. the NSA. Do you like, think? What the fuck's this guy think? Is he going to kill that person? No, he's a dirty son of a bitch. And yeah, we can do that now, but we're being watched. Yeah. You have to be careful where you say it. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, I'm, what I, I'm jumping all over does the this, place. Does this also count, like, music? And, like, yeah. And music. Music's never, never really been censored that Oh, much. fuck. It's been way censored. You can fucking say whatever you want. Tipper Gore, look in the 80s. Oh, no, man. Oh, Cop Killer, Ice-T. Oh, God. All right, fine. fine. No, I mean, it's been censored. I mean, you can't... You go on the radio, you can't, you don't hear any cussing other than damn and bitch. Yeah, that's true. I, guess. I mean, you can't... But, like, that, that to me, it's like... I'm not saying, like... We're such a backwards, like, culture in the sense that it's like... You, you go to watch... Europe, no one gives a shit about this stuff. Yeah. They, I know. they literally, it, like, if they don't want their kids to watch it, they just turn off the you TV. Know, you know what radio. epitomizes American culture for me was I was, I think I, I heard about this at, there's this convention called E3, and it's basically like yeah. the year's gaming convention mm-hmm. about the, the new, yeah. So there was this game that these guys were making, and it was like there were, I think it was like, how to do, like, there was like an alien spaceship or whatever, like your character is exploring an alien spaceship, and on the walls, you know, it's like, what's in an alien spaceship? Well, these people are, these aliens are experimenting on human beings. So they got them strung up on the walls or whatever, right? Spread mm-hmm. eagle, men, women, doesn't matter. But they're nude. And so, like, the game rating commission was like, okay, like, this is going to be, like, a adults-only game because of this. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to be able to sell it to anyone under, like, the age of 21 or whatever the fuck. I don't, I don't know how it works, but... They're like, okay, so how do we get around this? So how they got around this, naked people, they added gore. They cut, like, they added, like, gashes to the dead body. They added, like, things hanging out. Because Americans can't deal with sexuality. They can deal with violence. Yeah. Which is ridiculous because... Have you ever seen the, the documentary, This Movie's Not Yet Rated? I've heard of it, never seen it. I think Kevin Smith has some, like, um little, like, tidbits where he talks about it. Oh, really? Where, like, movies that will get, like, not rated or get, like, X ratings or whatever... It's always uh, sex. ...are always sex, and it's always, like, female sexuality. Yep. Like, you can, you know... It's just, like, the weirdest... And, and like, you can, never the, see, you can never see a the woman receiving pleasure. The reason behind that is, is the evangelical Christian church. No, the reason behind that is, is watch Da Vinci Code. 
What up? <laughs> Moving on. Next question. No, I'm just saying, like, the reason why we're, Americans can't handle sexuality is evangelical Christians, conservative Christians, just are so fucking batshit backwards on that shit. We could talk about how religion has ruined this country. All oh, it has. <laughs> organized religion has really fucked this country up. Go ahead, Billy. You know, Go I think ahead. this would all be a happier place if we just remembered, oh, hey, we're all Americans here. That's all we are. The same team. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. oh, no, no, instead no. it's like, you don't believe in the same Jesus Christ that I believe in. My Jesus says I can't do this, and if you do it, you're bad. Yeah. My Jesus didn't have, uh, how many years was it that he was, like, missing? 18 years? Um, supposedly he, he started turning his preaching about 30. The last thing mentioned when he, in his childhood, he was 12, so 18 years, yeah. 18 years. So, 33 United, like, So, like Jesus gospels, was missing yeah. for 18 years. You know what I like to think? He's experimenting with his sexuality. He's like, am I gay? Do I like pigs? <laughs> Do I like cows? Do I like sheep? That's the Jesus I know. <laughs> Pig fucking Jesus. Oh, oh fuck. Anyway, sex question. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I'm not being absolutely serious. But I know like, you're not. So many people are always offended when I say, like, oh, yeah, Jesus lived a normal life for 18 years while he figured out who the fuck he was. Well, suppose, I mean, he was human in every way, then, you know, he had sexual... He at least beat off. I don't care if you're the son of God. If you are in a human male body and you're 12, 13 years old, you beat off. I'm sorry. <laughs> You've looked at that boner every morning and be like, God, what do I need to do to get rid of this thing? Let me show you. And then, you know, <laughs> you're holding on to it whatever for whatever reason. You just kind of hold on like a worry stone. And all of a sudden, like, your hand moves like, oh, I feel good. Yeah, oh. worry stone. Oh, oh, oh you know? <laughs> I read Dude, this, every. I read this book. It's like, um, <laughs> it's called Every Young Man's Battle. <laughs> And it's oh, like, yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. a youth, youth yeah, group book yeah. for young men about like sexuality and stuff like that. And the author's description of the first time he masturbated is the most sexually awkward thing. Oh, yeah, he, he talks yeah. about like how him and his friends found out about it together. <laughs> like, oh, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> you're having a circle jerk. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And then you go faster and faster, and hey, it feels good. And it's like maybe you every rub each other's. Every, I'm like, what the fuck? Every dude is. Uh, yeah. Can I have another roll? <laughs> yes. Can I have another roll? Okay, so what's the next question? Celebrities get away with more crime than non celebrities. Oh, fuck. Do yeah, celebrities get away with more crime than non celebrities? Prime example of this would be uh, the answer yes. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> they, yeah, they all do. They have more money. Yeah, they can afford lawyers, and they can... Certain people get paid off, and it's all good. Are alternative energy sources effective and justified? Alternative energy sources, effective and justified. Uh, what do you consider alternative energy? Because to me, the ultimate is nuclear. Uh, I nuclear, feel like, solar, wind... I feel like there's no reason to not power anything. If you with, can do it safely... And in a, a control, I mean, meaning like Fukushima is not a safe way for. That's a prime way. example of corporate shortcuts. Exactly. As long as you don't like skimp out on the, the nitty gritty details, I'm all for it. But then you get these dipshits like in Japan with Fukushima, made by, who I mean, skimped that, out on the. That was made by an American company, though. Yeah, 
But it was in Japan, is what I'm saying. Ran by Japanese. Okay, and if it was American Corporation, well, then that makes more sense because we just we like to skimp out. And it was GE, I think. Oh, but that makes the even, blue the blueprints were GE. That makes even more sense. The nitty gritty details get skimped out because of budget. If but then now they had three. Now we're dealing with the shit where like water is starting like fucking had, waves are bringing like nuclear waste to Oregon shores, which sucks because they're. It had three redundant generators. For the cooling yeah. system, and they were all uh, on the same floor. What the fuck? Yeah. No, I say I think if, as long as you're like you're not skimping out and you're making sure every single safety precaution you could possibly take is being and you're, if you're doing it, awesome. And if you have a way for nu- the nuclear waste to be stored without contaminating to me everything, then awesome. I'm all for it. It to, is amazing energy. So. To me, my favorite. Prospects for energy um, include things like um, uh, basically like the wind turbines, but that are like way, way high up. Like I feel like that's fascinating prospect. It's kind of science fiction. But then also like the wave turbines. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know if you've ever read about those, but it's like oh, yeah. been imagined up that you put this like big ship thing out in the ocean and the power of the tides mm-hmm. generates electricity. Like yeah. that's fascinating. Um, to me, I feel like there's no reason to not harness. I mean, you know, there's no reason not to harness hydropower. Oh, yeah. There's no reason not to harness wind power. There's no reason not to harness solar power. I mean, there are so many effective ways of making power. Other than carbon fuels, no, we don't need to burn. But it's it's lobbyists in Washington, specifically. Yeah. Uh, it is. The oil it's, it's oil companies. Fucked it all up. But it's just like, why don't the Again, oil companies just? I don't know. Start making other energy options. Money, like, money. To me, the ultimate future for humanity is when energy is uh, free. And unlimited for the world. I mean, that's what Tesla was trying to do back in the day. Yeah, I was trying to make electricity uh, to go get to every house in the world free. There is no reason that it shouldn't be. I mean, it it could easily be done now. It's just greed. It's this world is ran by greedy people. It's yeah, it is. It really is. I think I I always think about these here in the United States. I always think about these like uh, what's the the utopian futures that are sort of uh, proposed by books like uh, the one I always think about is Childhood's End by Arthur C. Clarke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, also, like, Star Trek is sort of like this, where uh, humanity's um, everything is just, is just like, golden age for humanity. Like, yeah. you know, they figured out the problem between energy and mass and blah, 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 and that's how in Star Trek they have the replicators, which convert energy into mass, and you can create anything you want. There is no want anymore, because anything you want can be made in yeah. a replicator. Oh, you want that fucking sweet uh, 1966 Les Paul? Okay, just fucking put it in the replicator and make it. Oh, you're homeless and hungry? Okay, go to the replicator and get a blanket and a fucking bowl of hot soup or whatever the yeah. fuck you want. Like, there's no want or need. 
So it eliminates greed. Yeah. So humanity is able to focus on advancing itself yeah. and bettering its culture. I, th- I honestly think humanity will get there someday. I mean, I don't know about the replicator, but will. Well, yeah. But eventually, if, but greed of, will lose out to. If energy is unlimited and free to the entire world, it eliminates one of. It makes everything so much easier. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it will lessen the needs of people. And so it frees up our time. We're not going to have to spend as much time working. We're going to be able to, we're going to be, spend less time working and more time on advancing ourselves and our culture. That's how things were like in the 60s and 70s. Like people spent less time at work, more time in their garages inventing things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, like a lot of the huge, a lot of technological advances. A lot of shit because we were advanced. We were spending so much money, not caring about like, oh man, you know that's a lot of money. You know the, the budget was like, yeah, you gotta get to the fucking moon first. And so yeah. many innovations came out of NASA's. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. This, I mean, that's amazing stuff. And I wish we would stop caring so much about the bo- the bottom line and care yeah. more about it's, it's hey, what's of... going to help humanity as a whole. Rather than what's going to help these rich fucking assholes in Washington and I Nebraska and Texas, wherever the fuck these bastards live. I mean, and 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 this sort of the same. The thing is, to me, the idea of energy always comes back to the problem with money and greed. Yeah. And and people can say I'm overgeneralizing the whole situation, but I, I think about this all the time, all the time, uh, because the one problem with humanity is energy, and it's. It's the problem that it costs so much for so many, and but if you eliminate that, I mean, it just it just frees up so much. Mm-hmm. I mean, Anyways, I uh, there was a point I was going to make, but I no, I, think lost, you made it. I, mean, I lost it somewhere in there at the end. But oh, what, do you got? what else you got, Bailey? Is the grading system used in high school effective? The grading system used in high no. school effective? Not at all. Next question. We don't have to explain that. We already talked there about that. Yeah. Um, is there a great reason for the American War on Terror? A uh, great reason for the American War on Terror? Yes, America needs a bad guy. Moving on? It, that's pretty much it, right? That's what. That's why it is. We need someone to hate rather than before we realize, like, all oh, these, like, these rich fuckers are ruining our lives, you know? Rather than notice that, you're like, oh, these poor bastards who we've been fucking over for years, you know, bombed us, we should go kill them! Yeah. You know, I mean, if the United States would fucking stop Stick our noses where it shouldn't be, and stop fucking. Well, people taking uh, here. Here's what I think: United States is our own worst enemy. We created Osama bin Laden. Yeah, almost literally, we did. Yeah. We created Saddam Hussein. Thereby, by creating guys like that, we created ISIS. Yeah, I agree. Because because of our foreign policies, which are based on greed, that is why we're in this war on terror. Yeah. They would have had no reason to hate us if we weren't such greedy fucking bastards. I'm not saying it's right of them to, to fly airplanes into, you know, the Buildings. two towers. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying is, when it comes down to it, we started this shit. And so, yeah. I'm not saying we, I mean, we can't just like, Stop protecting ourselves and stop, you know, because obviously these people are pissed. I mean, I'm just saying 
we're to blame for this ultimately. I think we need to like, start changing our foreign policies and start changing our greedy habits. I mean, yeah, the thing is too is like the tighter you clench your fist, the more exactly. you know. It's like I always think about like a tack. You put the tack in your hand, and it's fine. So maybe it might poke you sometimes, but as soon as you start closing your fist around mm-hmm. it, it's gonna always poke you. Yep. I don't know. Next question. Um. Are video games containing violence appropriate for small children? I was I was fine. Are video games containing violence appropriate for small children? Maybe not entirely small, but even Mario fucking killed bitches by jumping on their heads. And yeah, I think it's a it's in reality, in general, I think Rhett, you are the exception. I don't think so. I'm not saying every kid. Obviously, you're a very well-rounded, emotionally well put together person. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> well, I mean, I he's not out fucking, like, he's not killing people. You're not doing horrible Most things. You're not out some, you're outside of someone's window jerking off and then, you know. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know, Kate? I'm outside Was that you? Was that you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean. Uh, I am Cockhunter420 Blazes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like. Low left kid, Younger kids. And video games are never the reason, are never to blame for school shootings. I'm not saying that at all. They never, I'm just using that as an example. Yeah. They're not the reason. They're not the, the, the sole reason why that kid went and shot that, those kids in the school. Yeah. No video game, no song does that. There's underlying factors, physiological reason, there's parenting. And even still, sometimes the parents are perfectly good parents and they're trying really, Kip Kingle's parents tried, I mean, they spoiled them. Yes. But they tried to get him help. They were trying to like. Yeah, there are psychological reasons for it. that's that's the really I think the main issue. But certain things like violent video games do not help at all the situation. They're not the reason it happened. Well, my main point is with violent games. Why I won't let my kids play violent video games when when they're young is they don't need this that shit in their minds. Yep. Same reason why I don't I will not let let my son but It's like every kid, like you think about it, like every kid before even video games is like playing cowboys in India. Hey, no, exactly. You're you're hundred percent right. Which there's like an element of like But to see the inherent. actual gore. Like I won't I won't let my son Brantley or Matthias watch Saving Private Ryan until they're much older. Yeah, but that's even really though that's a, right, but there's video games just like that. Okay, okay. But I, see, so play video games I guess that's what that. I can say is like when I was a kid, the term like graphic violence was different because when I was a kid, like I remember Mortal Kombat and so many people were like, it's so violent, there's blood. For its day, yes, and it's but like, like you're right. Those are red now it's square. Tame. It's I mean it's nothing. It's tame, yeah. It's, now Mortal Kombat would n- nobody My son play. plays it all the time. <laughs> yeah. No, but uh no I and and there's tons of kids but, now. There's tons of kids now who about, are playing these ultraviolet video games who are going to turn out just like you, perfectly fine, and not be a problem to society at all. Well, I've never mm-hmm. had really a big issue with like separating like reality from fiction. But I exactly, guess, but there's some kids who can't. I agree. I agree. Although I, I will say, like I've as a kid, I had a com- way overactive imagination and. I had no problem going outside and sword fighting with invisible exactly. bad guys. And, like, I mean, I did that all the time. But here's one thing I'm wondering. So, but when I when we were kids, came like, the idea of violent video games were different than it is now. Like, obviously, you got your Call of Duties where you can yeah. fucking shoot people in the but head. But even still, and, between me and you, it's way different. Even, I know, even though we're five years, well, uh, yeah. four or five years apart, 
it's yeah. still way different because just because they innovate so quickly. Oh, very true. From, but I will say, I mean, I mean, I started young. Like, I mean, because I had Jason who was eight years older than me yeah. and was playing. I'm sure we had a Nintendo when I was born. I don't know if we did, but I'm sure we did. And I, my very first memories of me and Jason interacting are playing Nintendo. Yeah. My very first memories of childhood have to do with playing Nintendo. Like Double Dragon and shit, where you walk on the streets yeah, and fucking punch Dragon. the bad guys. And, yeah. and then you pick up the lead pipe and that you beat be, the fuck out of Bobo. That would have been considered violent extremely violent. So, I remember my, 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 my. Bailey always told me about, and I think you and I have talked about it, but you guys used to have this Ninja Turtles fighting game. <laughs> yeah. Right? It, it was set up a, a lot like Street Fighter. It yeah, was, it's, like, it's Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat. That's what it was. Yeah, except yeah. you had, you could play any of the four turtles. There's some other characters. Casey Jones was in there. Casey Jones, There was Splinter, like this beetle guy. Splinter was There was one, a Triceratops Shredder. guy. Yeah, there's tons of, and there's tons of other ones. Yeah. Um, April O'Neil was one. Yeah, yeah. So, I played that game a lot, but I'm wondering, so, I'm thinking about you guys playing this as kids or whatever, and I know Bailey's quite a bit younger than you, but, but it's like, do you think that that was overly violent? Like, let's say, like, how old was Bailey when she was playing that? Six to eight. Yeah. Would you let Brantley play a game like that at six to eight? Now? Um... I mean, think about it. He loves Ninja Turtles, Cowabunga Dude. Yeah, Ninja Turtle. I mean, if it was Mortal Kombat, even though Mortal Kombat is extremely tame compared, it would. I would rather him play Ninja Turtles one because it's still cartoonish. The Ninja I know, Turtles I, I'm, one. I'm contradicting myself. The Ninja Turtles know. one was rated lower than the Mortal Kombat one in terms of like maturity yeah. level. Like, uh, like Mortal Kombat was rated for like. Adults. It was. I essentially had the time equivalent of rated M for mature. Yeah. Which is seventeen and older. The Ninja Turtles one, I think, was like essentially like PG, even though it had fighting in it. But yeah, I think it was more like you know ten and above can enjoy or eight and above. You know, I would be. I'd be. I'd rather play that one than Mortal Kombat. Oh, for sure. I can get on board with that. One. But plus, Mortal Kombat's a little scary. I do. Yeah, I do see where you're going with it. I'm just wondering because to me, in my in my mind as a kid, Mortal Kombat and that game were the same. Yeah. And there was even another game when I, I mean, was a kid. But you're not too far off. I mean, they're set up exactly. The only difference is there's like these little red blood squares shooting out of oh, the yeah. characters. And the characters and, and the settings and stuff. And, but yeah. and, and Ninja Turtles, you didn't have that, but more Camp Combat, you did. Yeah. Ninja Turtles was a lot more cartoonish, a lot more tame. Yeah. And for a reason, because they were trying to get the video game into the hands of little kids. Yeah. Now, when I was a kid, too, we bought a Sega Genesis when I was a kid. That was like our next yeah. system up from the Nintendo. We skipped the Super Nintendo. We went to Sega Genesis. And there was this game on there called Balls. Balls with a Z. Yeah, I remember this. And it was, like kind of like, it. it was kind of like a 3D fighting game, but all of the characters were made out of balls. Yeah, made out of like I circles. remember uh, Freddy playing it. Yeah. But there was like... I remember it was interesting because it was rated M. It was like one of the first games I ever saw that was like rated for like older kids like that. And looking at it now, it's completely fucking mind-boggling how it is. The only thing that was, I think, mature about it was there were, like, you could do, like, taunts in the game where you could, like, press a certain button combination to have your character do something. Where, like, you can make your character, like, grab his, like, crotch and, like, thrust it out. But these characters, like, didn't even look like people. They were literally... 
like looked like a bunch of tennis balls if they were like strung together. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's always surprising. I mean, but. like in my opinion, just my opinion, you got to be careful what your kid yeah. takes in because yeah, that, sure. while that won't be the sole reason why they might go out and kill somebody someday, it certainly doesn't happen if they have. It certainly doesn't help them if they have certain psychological issues. Yeah, if they have a disposition. If they have a disposition towards violence, you certainly I don't, don't want to feed that. A perfectly normal kid who's exposed to that. Shit at the school, yeah. Necessarily, but I wonder kid, though, is exposing them. From a little bit more I mean, your proof where that violence is something that's completely acceptable, and then you see something like that, and it and plus and that becomes a normal, you know, part of yeah. Your daily and routine. plus, like, I personally don't want my kids to be so accustomed to seeing yeah, yeah, blood and guts that if they say, are, if they have the, un- the unfortunate luck to actually see it in real life, that it's nothing to them. I'd much rather my kids be shocked by it and not yeah. ever want to be around it. Yeah. I will say, I went through this weird thing because, you know, you play game, you freaking Grand Theft Auto 3 comes out and you freaking take a hooker into the back alley and the car yeah. shakes and then you want your money back. So See, you that, know. what I hate about that video game, I hate that more than some of these ultra-violent ones. That one yeah. teaches, essentially makes it okay to be a villain. Oh, yeah, for and sure. And that, that pisses me off. Like, yeah, I, 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 in I, some aspects, in some aspects, it, it it's interesting, and I feel like it was kind of a important part of my childhood because it creates like role play. It lets mm-hmm. you see like yeah. this is what it's like to be a bad guy, and here's the consequences. Like it's not all glam, even though most of the time the, yeah. the point of the game was to be as bad of a person as you could be, mm-hmm. you know. But it sets up like a role, a world that has rules that. Yeah. You can explore in this sense. And I feel like it was sort of a really good way to like understand the other side of things. Like your parents always say, be good, be good, be good. But here's a game that's like, be bad, be bad, be bad. And you got to explore it in a kind of a consequence free environment. Yeah. Where you could come back and be like, huh, like I understand a little bit more. And I'm, you know, it's sort of. But not every kid is as smart as you are. <laughs> No, but I was going to wonder, I was going <laughs> to no, ask, no. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> fucking idiot kids. <laughs> yeah, Kane. <laughs> I'm 24. I think I'm goddamn smarter than a six-year-old well, by see, now. <laughs> I mean, you're a very smart guy, but uh, I no, just... No, it's just, but, I, I, but this is my, this is my thoughts on it 10 years after the fact. I mean, Grand Theft Auto 3 came out when I was like in middle school or still, even still elementary school, I think. Like, I was in, I think, senior high school when the first one came out, maybe junior. I don't, well, I don't remember. Give or take, so it's been out. The first one came out at least 10 years ago, if not more. Yeah. So, and I just, you know, t- this is this is all thoughts after the fact for mm-hmm. me. This wasn't what I was thinking when I was a kid, like, what a safe place to explore, you know, uh, rule bending and yeah. being a bad person and stuff like that, you know. Um, but I was going to ask you about... What about, like, literature in that sense? Like, what about exposing a young person to, like, glib literature or dark literature or... Oh, no, it's the same thing. You uh, think so? No, I... There's certain things I just don't think a kid should have in... I, when, I, when, I say, when I say this, I'm thinking, like, from the time a kid normally starts watching TV, which is what... I don't know. To... I mean, like, where they start actually watching to watch, yeah. and it's not just, like, random yeah. shapes. So, we'll just say the number two years old to ten. That's generally, that's where I'm thinking you're most impressionable. Maybe I'm wrong scientifically on that, but that's what I'm just thinking. Okay. Two to ten, I will not let my 
my kids read certain books. I was just wondering. At, I guess I didn't start reading. I'll, I'll give you examples of books that they... I think... What about something like Glib, like The Road? The Road? Oh, fuck. No, no. I mean, that, no, definitely not. I think they wouldn't understand that's really high-end. Like, that's... And I guess it depends, because a lot of kids don't read that, but that's what I was reading. Like, I, won't I, was... Let a, I won't let a, a, a six-year-old or an eight-year-old, even a, a very intelligent who could read at a high level, read Hunger Games, because it's violent. Even though it's not violent compared that's to other a young things. Adult. That's meant for middle school. But still, I mean, there's some people out there would let them read that. Yeah. That's that's aimed at middle schoolers. There's a scientific I agree, but I'm saying... Yeah. There's a scientific study that says by age eight to ten, your child's morals are 100% in place. Yeah. They know right from wrong. I agree. I can agree. I with that. did. I think I did by then. I definitely knew like, right. Like going back to Grand Theft Auto, I was raised. You don't fucking Millers don't steal. You earn. Yeah. yeah. And that's how I raised my boys. And I don't even want to pretending to steal. Like no, you fucking earn it. I've never, never shoplifted in my life. I've never stolen from a friend. I've never stolen from a relative. Maybe when I was two or three, if I remember, I, I something like There's that. There's an ice cream cone. We all know it. Ah! <laughs> But it's interesting because I think we all sort of have these, like, we have an understanding of our friends who we can trust without reservation at all. Like, mm -hmm. it's interesting how I, yeah, I saw her. It's interesting how I managed to s surround myself with people in high school who were of, like, the exact same, like, moral compass as me in the sense that it's like I would trust them without reservation to handle anything of mine that I thought was important mm -hmm. or delicate or sensitive you know, it's like, how many people, how many of my friends have I, like, left alone in my house with, like, all my most valuable possessions that could fit in a back pocket without, mm. you know? And, but then you get these friends who are like, yeah, they're friends, you like them, but you know that you couldn't really trust them. Yeah. It's because... Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking I can think of people right now. Yeah, I, I have a list of names I can make right now, but I'm not going to embarrass anybody. Yeah. I mean... I mean... I can say, like, I have my friend Sean O'Connell. I could trust that guy with anything. Oh, yeah. I mean, like you said, there's other people. It's like, yeah, they're fun to hang out with, have a beer, but you would never let, leave them in, in a room alone with your open safe containing whatever. Yeah, you know, with, you like, your you birth certificate, social security card, driver's license, credit cards. <laughs> like, So they really aren't friends. They're just... Dude. I mean, they are, but they're not... Yeah. Like, the, like Sean O'Connell is, like, family to you. Yeah. And he's escalated past the point of friend. <laughs> Um, so, uh, well, next question. <laughs> where, where are we? <laughs> it's fifty minutes. How about we close out a little bit? Well, I guess we don't have to. We got pretty into those questions. I was gonna say uh, there was a, a listener who emailed asking us to uh, to uh, do some more casting game. I need to think on it more. Maybe we should say that for the next episode. Yeah, that'd be right. We didn't. Uh, we. That's a good one. We could spend a whole episode on that. In the next one. Who would you have play Leonardo? Real actor. Real actor. In Ninja Turtles? Yeah. But not, not that he's not a turtle. He's a real actor. This is Teenage Mutant Human Turt. Uh, <laughs> Ninja <laughs> Human Turt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I guess who would be the human actor equivalent to Leonardo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, man. I gotta say. Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio. No, I. You, that's a, that's it's kind of hard. I, I'd have to think on that one long and hard. You know, it would have to be Matthew McConaughey, maybe. Ooh. I could see him doing it. But who is his brother's be? Raphael, bad boy. Ooh. 
I can see Benicio del Toro pulling that one off. Oh! Michelangelo. Fun-loving. Easy-going. Woody Harrelson, obviously. No. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that one is, that isn't horrible. Woody Harrelson is bad. I was, I was thinking more like fun-loving. How about we take I a I would knife? say Seth Rogen is Michelangelo. Oh, that's a good. I and didn't even think Donatello, about that. Donatello, which is always not always, but it's my favorite. My currently my favorite turtle. I used to love Donatello, but I'm growing sorry. up, I was like Donatello, Donatello, Raphael. That's yeah. always my favorite. But then as a grown up, well, like, as a grown Donatello up, I like way cooler. As a grown up, I like Raphael more. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Because, that's, that's me too. Because watching the movie too, I feel like Raphael's more of the main character, even too. I feel like even more than Leonardo. In the movie... Like, like, in the movie, you watch it, like, Leonardo... Raphael definitely drives the movie. Yeah, because he is... Him and Leonardo, you would say, are the two main turtles. But if you watch it now, like, 20 years later, after I first saw it, like... Or 25 years after I first saw it, like, fucking... Michelangelo and Donatello have the best lines. They're the funniest parts of this whole movie. Especially Donatello. He's the best part of those... I'm going to try and make it without but, quoting any of the lines. I know, I already did. Uh, Donatello, God, that, that would be the toughest one for me just because I love that character so much. I'd have to say, I have to be, he's a smart one, the book smart one, kind of the wisest. You'd have to go with, oh, fuck, that's hard. He's the hardest one for me. Yeah. Well, who would you say for Donatello? I'm thinking. Because you could fit any number of actors into that role. Like. I have, I, I have an idea that's kind of pushing it though. Okay. Just because of his movie, movies he's done with Quentin Tarantino, Christoph Waltz. Whoa! I was gonna say Christoph Waltz, but I was like, What's your favorite non-pornographic magazine to masturbate to? Low Rider? Good housekeeping? <laughs> <laughs> What's that from? Uh, uh, Step Brothers. <laughs> What's your favorite dinosaur? Velociraptor? Do we just become best friends? Yep. <laughs> Do you want to go play ninjas in the bedroom? Yep. I was going to say Christoph Waltz, but I didn't want... Like, I thought I'd you'd say, make fun of me. Uh, Christoph Waltz would be a... I, I could see him doing it. He'd be good. He'd be good. He'd be good. I agree. He's not a teenage, but no, none of the people I said were teenagers. Fine. Seth Rogen's the closest, and he's my age. Yo, that's a pretty good casting. Who would play Casey Jones? <laughs> I feel like Noah could play Casey Jones. You like his Codis? You have to replace. He's him. forever. You go on his Wikipedia page, best known as Casey Jones from Ninja Turtles. You know what I mean, that's I'd say he'll forever be Casey Jones. Even my mom, who never liked that movie, like when she sees him in a show, you know, in a TV show yeah. or a movie, she's like, "Oh, that's Casey Jones." Even she, he's Casey Jones. Dude, the craziest moment of my life was when I realized that Casey Jones was in Fourth Kind. <laughs> yeah, I, never had. I was like, "What?" <laughs> it was like my fifth time watching that movie too. I was like, "Why does that fucker look so familiar? Why does his voice sound so familiar?" Two for one, so fun. That's exactly <laughs> the line that it was too. Oh my! Can you guys God. tell me what you do with my little green pal? <laughs> Oh, who's the babe? <laughs> uh, I know you're. My son is. He's super into Ninja Turtles now, and he, the, the whole part from the beginning, you know, Bossa Nova, Bossa Nova, Chevy Nova, excellent. My son quotes that constantly. Yeah. Now he'll run around the house, Bossa Nova, Chevy Nova, 
Excellent! <laughs> I need to get him to say it on the, as a as a sign out. So next time we do the the show at my house, oh that'd be cute. We'll have Brandon do the sign out. That'd be cute. Uh, it's I remember being a kid and always saying "dude," "cowabunga," and "radical." Oh yeah, just shake your head at that bitch. Well, anyways, uh, yet again we have rehashed uh, Ninja Turtles. Yeah. We'll have to think about, we'll have to, next time, listener, I, I don't remember who wrote the email, but we'll, we'll play the casting game a little bit more in depth. Well, maybe we'll do a book or, or something else. I don't know. We did Star Wars before, but we didn't even finish that. We were like, we'll finish this on the next episode, and then never did. Because <laughs> we didn't do a next episode. Yeah. So, uh, we'll, we'll do some more casting game. Um, but for now, I guess that's about it. You know how to reach us. It's all the shits on the website. You do. But in case you forgot, you can email us at awesomeairpodcast.com. You can tweet us. I'm at Red is Awesome, R-E-T-T is Awesome. He's at Kaner Wainer, K-A-N-E-R-W-A-N-E-R. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash airpodcast. You can call us at 657-888-3835. And as always, I'm Rhett. I'm Kane. It's Dual Taints. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs>